So just a little bit of a backstory on our next guest. Uh, when I had my radio station going, um, he had reached out and asked if I would play some of his music on the station and holy moly donut shop. I cannot tell you. I mean, I guess if you if you're new to the show, if you go back into some of the previous episodes, I believe I threw um, one of his tracks on um, one or two of those episodes, either or. Um, we're going to get him on the phone. He is um, currently in the UK. He says he's ready to go. Ooh, we got a dial tone. Hello. Hello. Is this Jay? Hello. Hey, welcome to Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. How you doing today? Oh, not too bad. I, I'm glad that we actually got a little or a, a chance to chat. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm here with my bass player, Dan. Hello. Hey, Dan. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, just uh, kind of waking up a little bit, I guess, because it's morning time here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you guys are... So, uh, uh, go ahead. Um, in the United States, in Casper, Wyoming. Mm. Wyoming, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's not too shabby here. It's it's cold today. It snowed yesterday, which kind of sucks, but to be expected, I guess. It's quite heavy snowing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess I got I got some questions. Obviously, um, how. So when did you first get started? I've been uh, doing this uh, for years, like I mean, um, since since the nineties, basically, uh, on and off, and then um, you know, work and life and doing other things, and um, but maybe properly full time uh, since about twenty sixteen, I guess. Oh, okay. So you've been at it for a while. <laughs> long, long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when you sent me that Heath Ledger's canoe song, it, I I love, I, yeah, your your sound is very uh, unique. I guess what uh, what genre of music uh, would you call it? I guess. Flannel rock. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah tricks, so uh, I don't know. Um, uh, so definitely along the lines of rock and grunge and, and punk, uh, with some Americana thrown in there for good measure. And, uh, we're actually working on a disco song today, so uh, yeah, we want to, we like to keep it kind of random. We like to keep it random. Yeah, yeah it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shit! I didn't even. Uh, I dove too far into it. You, you can go ahead and introduce yourself and where you're from. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm Jay Guevara, and I'm Dan Lidford, bass player of Jay Guevara Band and the Jay Guevara Band. 
The drum is not here, but uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, so that's us. Heck yeah! So you you're a three piece band then, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's um, very cool. Several drummers, several drummers on the go. So um, yeah. So do you do you tour over here in the United States? Uh, a long time ago, we we played in um south by southwest a long time ago. Okay. Um, it was really nice. Uh, so we spent a week playing um in Austin, Texas, and playing various venues there and stuff. And yeah, so that was that was good fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's expensive to kind of go over the pond, but it would be nice to um to get back there again and, and play to an American audience. Oh well, yeah. That again. So. I I like uh yeah, that's funny that you said the pond thing because uh, well I have um some of your tracks uh queued up I can't play them I can't play them in the full um length because I don't right. know what fucking Spotify's you know copyright shit is but um but yeah so the song that I got queued up is called Something in the Water um I'm going to oh, play yeah. that real quick and then uh we're going to let these wonderful gentlemen uh, tell us about it. something in the water <laughs> where what did the what was the thought process behind this because i've noticed a lot of these um songs um uh, in, in some way per, uh, i can't even talk this morning some way shape or form um have to deal with water yeah i suppose they do um <laughs> Maybe I was really thirsty at the time, and I just knocked up the three tracks. Yeah. Yes, it was, Dan. It was about fluoride in the water, because um, Southampton um, in, in England um, bought a shed load of fluoride to put in the water supply, um, and then all the locals kicked off about it because... Um, there's, there's too many complications associated with uh, putting fluoride in the water, people drinking it, and um, having rickets and um, deformed babies and all, all sorts of difficulties. And so um, I actually went down to a, a town hall meeting at the time, and um, there was some guy there at a, on a podium, and he was reading out the, the effects of what was going to happen that day. And basically... The upshot of it was that the, you know there was loads of campaigners there, and, and basically the the the, the, um, the, the council decided uh, to, to not put fluoride in the water, and um, 
and so yeah, that was that was a good thing. So um, I got you. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I had no stuff. idea about any of that about the fluoride yeah, in the water yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was um, it was a pretty big deal at the time. Uh, basically, um, the fluoride that they bought was from some. Um, I think it was an American company. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> not, not, you know, not slightly American. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It was kind of like um, the, the kind of fluoride that you, you would use to clean engines with. Ooh, and shit. So they bought this stuff, and it cost a lot of money, and then they were kind of stuck with it like a, like a white elephant. They didn't know what to do with it, so they mm. were going to put it in the water supply, and uh, that's why they all kicked off about it because it just wasn't good for was to keep your teeth clean. Yes, that's what I thought. The trouble is, is that it's okay for teeth, but when you're ingesting it and drinking uh, it, and uh, you know, uh, it goes into your system and it builds up in your body, and that that can be bad. So over a period of time, it can actually cause long-term uh, complications. So that's mm. why they school day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. crazy. Yeah. Well, that's that's really cool. Well, I mean, not the situation, yeah. but the whole history, I guess, on it. So I was going to do a music, video, a music video to it that was a bit like an old sort of black and white Dr. Caligari kind of thing where, you know, that pouring, the, you know, like a big vat of it into a lake, into, into the river or something, and, you know, uh-huh. like Keystone Pops are trying to stop them or something like that. <laughs> Whenever I get around to do that, um, yeah. So you... Uh, speaking of videos, you you have a YouTube channel, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got some music videos on there and some live stuff that we've done recently. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a particular video we did called um, "Corona Zombies," and um, mm. so we spent a few months putting that together, and uh, we we kind of borrowed thirty people to dress up as zombies, and <laughs> that's cool. Um, wander about in the streets and, and do that basically so. that's really cool um <clears throat> so i got uh another song queued up real quick um mm-hmm. it's probably one of my favorites <laughs> mm-hmm. uh okay. heath ledger's canoe heath ledger's canoe Heath Ledger's okay. canoe. What was okay? So, what was the thought process behind this one? <laughs> uh, at the time, I was doing a series of improvisations um, that people would email, like message me ideas for songs, and then I'd quickly um, 
you know, cobbled them together into a song. So, um, so somebody suggested I do a song about Heath Ledger and a canoe and a crucifixion. <laughs> and, um, and I kind of, I kind of gave myself a time limit, like I'd try and get it nailed down um, in, in the first few hours and then the next day record it in the studio. And, and basically we did the whole song in one take. Oh, wow. With some kind of ad-libbed lyrics and, um, and it sounded pretty good. So, yeah, uh, I um, totally agree. I, it, I don't even know what kind of sound you call it. It has like this cool, like, like a, a feel you're actually inside of a fucking canoe, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, man. We actually did it inside a canoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I mean, a lot, of it, a lot of it was to do with the sound engineer. He was a very good uh, sound engineer called Armid Latif. Yeah. And um, he used his studio. And he did the drums as well. He's a very good drummer. So, um uh, he never really heard the song before, so I just literally just pressed record and we got, ran into the studio and he jumped behind the, the drums and I plugged in my guitar and we just played it live and that was essentially what was recorded and, and it came out quite well. So yeah. Quite yeah, and to be honest with you, uh, pretty much everybody that I've showed it to or listened to it have fucking loved it. Um, that's why I, another thing I'm so grateful that we actually got to chit-chat a little bit um, I guess uh, another question I had for you, because uh, you were talking about like recording and stuff. Um, do you have like your own like studio there in the town you're at, or do you have to travel? Do you have a home studio? Like how uh, how, how does all that come? Year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, coming back to Ahmed Latif, we um, I use his studio uh, for kind of you know final mixes and things. Um, and we also use another studio called WRS, um, which are quite good. And, and the rest of it is kind of done in bedrooms on home computers and, you know, uh, using logic and things. And, um, you know, and then taking those tracks into the studio and then overlaying uh, whatever needs to be added to it. And, and we just kind of, yeah, start in the bedroom and work our way towards the studio and build it up like that kind of thing. Oh shit! Yeah, that uh, that kind of leads up to the next little uh, song that you sent me. You gotta have them cat eyes, is that right? <laughs> cat eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna play it. <laughs> song was badass as well um you're welcome um so what what do you guys do when you are not uh making music 
And when I was doing music, I was doing ballet. Ah. <laughs> ballet too. Yeah, so we went to throw ourselves around on the buses and, um, you know, tutus. And, uh, it's generally <laughs> annoying. And uh, it kind of works, you know. Uh, doesn't really pay the rent, but um, it's just <laughs> yeah. something to keep us distracted when we're not doing music. Uh, so, yeah. So you, yeah, you guys are pretty much full time. Well, Dan drives a four wheel truck. So. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills, baby. Yeah, yep. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. Damn, I didn't even write any questions down or anything. I'm just coming off the top of my head. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, what's your favorite color? Um, <laughs> red. <laughs> red. I don't, you know, red. honestly, I am kind of starting to lean towards uh, pink. Reason being is pink. because my daughters love pink, and I'm actually okay. a spray paint artist too. And like this, man, that those. That pink color, it's like really flashy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a nice vibrant color, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can still be manly and like pink, is what I say. Yeah. Hogadon Basin Ski Area. Say again? Have you have you been to the Hogadon Basin Ski Area? Um, you know, I have. Yes. Um but not for skiing. <laughs> uh, so I used to uh, clean out uh, porta potties, you know those uh, portable shitters, and they had some up there, so I had to go pick one of those up. But I never, I was, I'm not much of a ski guy, but I have been there. Yeah. Festival toilets. Festival. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> festival. <laughs> Glastonbury <laughs> has to have the worst toilet facilities. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Doctor Who fan, but every time I go into one of those porta loos, it's just not quite the same. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you call it a porta loo? Yeah, in England we call them porta loos. Okay. Porta loo. Not water loo. Oh, there's the water again. What do you call them again? Uh, porta potty. Porta potty. Yep. Like a potty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I guess some people call them outhouses too. I guess I don't know. I mean, they are more like outhouses. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a small house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Outhouse yeah. Well, I. Well, they should have. Like, should have like the moon crest on the door, you know, but um, they don't. So yeah, yeah. What it, I wonder why they got rid of that. Yeah, <laughs> why? That they that's a that's a very out. iconic piece of well, a portable people were, toilet. People were looking inside and, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of fucking perverts out in this world. <laughs> Stop watching me shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's us, us Brits that try shitters. 
Well, I don't want to take up too much of your um, guys' time. Um, I do have one other track that I was going to leave out with, um, but I wanted you guys to go ahead and plug all of your social media stuff. Um, when I put this episode out on Monday, down below where like yeah. there's the show notes and all that stuff, I'm going to have, um, after I get off, the phone with you will you send me a legitimate link that i can put up there so that way like when um the listeners you know what i mean they can just click and boom it's all of uh your stuff that would be fucking amazing dude <laughs> yeah, we'll send the uh website or youtube yeah shit yeah. jazz yeah facebook is that still a thing in america yeah he's facebook yeah so Facebook, fucking, yeah, pretty much all of them. I mean, it seems like they're almost all the same anymore. Yeah, I mean, I still just use Facebook because it seems to be the one that kind of people were actually bothered to reply to. Oh, yeah. Um, I, did, I practically run my band through Facebook, so gigs and everything. So, gotcha. Just having a website. <laughs> well, the website's great, but um, it's it's really just a formality, you know, just to impress people. But um, it's really just Facebook all the way, baby. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny that you um say that thing about the website because I've been thinking about um uh, making one, but now now I I don't know if I'm going to because yeah, the way you put it, it is kind of just oh, I'm fancy. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's good to have one just because, um, I don't know if you if you happen to meet some investors or whatever, they're probably going to ask you that. Have you got a website? So it's it's just that kind of element of it's a bit like having a calling card, isn't it? And here's my calling card, and uh, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. It's better, it's better to have a website and not use it than to. Uh, suddenly need one. Suddenly need one, and I have it. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, so, when is your guys's next uh, next show? Um, where is it gonna be at? Because there is actually, you know, oddly enough, and this is really cool too that you guys are calling out of the UK because the second um, highest listener rate is out of the United Kingdom. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're telling me, dude, when I looked at the stats and stuff, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> cool. So, um, you know, there's uh, more than likely there's listeners around your area. So, yeah, just uh, let, let them know uh, your next gig and all that. Well, uh, okay, so our next immediate gig is uh, in a couple of weeks' time, uh, on the 19th of January, at the Arts House in Southampton. And I think it starts about 7 o'clock. And I think it's tickets as well, like £8 or something. But, um, yeah, it's going to be like uh, acoustic. It's going to be punk unplugged. So uh, we're all going to rock up there and, and kind of do punk unplugged acoustic stuff. Oh, and, shit. Uh, Charlie Noise are playing, which are a local Southampton band. And um, a couple of other bands, I can't remember what they're called. But... Um, yeah, it's like four bands playing and, and us as well, so should be a, should be a good night of acoustic punk and and beer. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's gonna be badass. <laughs> yeah, it 
Do you have, so do you have any new music that's coming up? Are you, what kind of projects are you working on? Any of that uh, good stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to go for a heavier sound. Um, so we're trying to work on some new, new stuff. Um, oh, yeah, coming back to the gig, um, uh, Charlie Noise are playing. Um, every Everyone Lies is also playing. And uh, now We Are Dead are playing. So, um, yeah, oh, I think nice. cut that to yeah. So anyway, coming back to uh, what we're doing, um, yeah, we're just working on some new material because we want to go for a heavier sound, and um, yeah, like uh, just just working on twelve new uh, ideas at the moment, um, trying to fashion them into into rock operas or whatever, rock songs or whatever. And um, oh, very yeah, cool. uh, it's just a new direction, but I'm just trying to. Uh, push my limits a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. Um, Get out of that and box. And also keep the, drummer, keep the drummer awake as well. You know, <laughs> which helps. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the problem, uh, it's just, it's kind of um, a balancing act, you know, between the, I mean, a song like Eve Ledger's Canoe is, is a nice song to listen to, but it can be a bit like cricket, you know, like uh, playing it because it's only four chords and uh. can be a bit simple. And the drummer tends to fall asleep, but um, you know we're trying to make some more engaging kind of uh, heavier stuff with riffs and, and you know heavy drum fills and, and just you know try to but not go too far with it you know like you know not kind of disappear up our own assholes with it mm. um, you know just kind of get the balance right between um, a catchy song and a but with a heavy edge heavier edge to it and, and um, yeah just to see what we can do with it. So, uh, so yeah, we're probably gonna go back in the studio this year, and um, hopefully before summer, and knock out some new stuff, make a an EP or an album, or I don't know, something like that. Oh heck yeah! What do you think is yeah. one of the most challenging things uh, as far as like when you try to switch up? Um, would you want to call it the genre? I guess. Uh, is maybe not repeating yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, I've ran into that problem already. Like, you know, got a couple of songs that we sound quite alike, and it's about a question of trying to play them in different keys, maybe, or just try to do something so they don't sound too alike. And um, I don't know. Um, I mean, we're not really trying to transcend. I mean, we're not really trying to re reinvent the wheel either. We're trying to. Yeah, we're just playing stuff that we enjoy playing, and uh, and we listen to certain types of bands that we like to kind of emulate, and um, yeah, um, you know, we're, tr we're not trying to come across as like with it with the next big thing, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come, you know, we're not, we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to um, be a little bit more experimental, but but not go too crazy with it, and yeah. um, we're just bring it in a bit and. And just but, have yeah, fun. I mean, some, of the, some of the challenges are like, um, you know, how much should you put into a song? Like, should it just be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, with middle eight, or should we add some other bits to it? And it's, it's trying to find that balancing act between um, not going too far with too many ideas. And I mean, as I've noticed a few bands recently, uh, they've got a, an interesting riff to start the song with. And then it goes completely into something else, which is totally different from the main riff. And then it goes into something completely different again. And 
and there's, there's a lot going on and um, it's very energetic and stuff but um, um, it's, I don't know for me it's, it's a bit too much I think like um, you know I like to I like to see song I like to see songs as like um, imagine if you're a painter a decorator a painter decorator and uh, you you're whistling a tune you've heard on the, the radio like and if if you can reduce your song right down to a whistle um, I think they're the kind of songs that kind of work you know, uh, mm. you know that's just just that's just my opinion my my humble opinion yeah sure, sure. Do you know what I mean. Like, Yeah, I mean, you, you must have had builders come into your studio or whatever, and uh, they start whistling something, and you, you've heard it before. You know, oh, I know that song. And it's a tune. You're talking about a tune. Yeah, talking about a tune. Like they, they, they mm. reduced a, they, they, they blast into a song on the radio, and they, they reduced it down to a whistle, uh, and, the, and so they're building something or you know, painting something, and they're, <laughs> and they're just kind of whistling Wait, it in the background. They, they literally just reduced a famous song like, I don't know, it Smells Like Teen Spirit or, um, you know, whatever, a Beatles song, right down to a whistle. And um, and I think that's kind of some of, you know, a, a song needs to survive various kinds of um, augmentations. And I think um, a, a really good song is, is something that can, be, that can be reduced right down to its basic elements and, and, and then it will, you know, it will, it will kind of have longevity, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does, actually. Um, <clears throat> one more question for you, and then I will let you fellows go. Um, what? So what was some of the music that you listened to um, when you were growing up that kind of maybe shaped your way into how you are now or your music i guess if that makes sense uh so the doors film when i was like 12 it's pretty bad example no um, <laughs> that's not a bad example <laughs> I, I just remember um there wasn't really much i could um connect with okay it's all very it's all very 80s kind of happy go lucky stuff mm. and the other the other extreme of it was was Brash metal, okay. Whatever, and uh, and I, I was kind of stuck between, you know, I was, I was kind of I find it hard to latch on to the contemporary music that was happening in the uh, late eighties and the early nineties. Um, there's only really bands like um, the Nirvana um, were quite an influence because um, they kind of harkened back to the sixties kind of. A, uh, ideal of the ethos, uh, such as the Doors, mm. and um, watching that Doors film kind of was like a uh, an entry point for me into getting into their music and stuff. I mean, a lot of people slate the film because uh, Val Kilmer wasn't really, you know, doing it justice, and, yeah. and uh, the director kind of made a lot of uh, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Just like um, Ad living with the with the history of this whole oh. thing, but um, it kind of gave me a, good, a rough idea of the kind of music I wanted to get into, and that was kind of something that wasn't, you know, off the mainstream, and that was more experimental, and it did touch upon 
uh, politics and uh, you know, certainly the duels reflected the Vietnam War and stuff like that. And, and Nirvana certainly reflected the times as well. So the first time us Brits got to watch Nirvana was um, in like 1991 or something. It was on top of the Pops and um, they played Smells Like Teen Spirit, but they were kind of doing it in the style of Morrissey mm-hmm. and sort of dicking around and, and, and it was my first impression of Nirvana was them dicking around on top of the Pops uh, singing it like Morrissey and stuff and miming and uh, you know miming the oh, guitars. Yeah. Yeah. like head to the microphone. Well, you know what I just you know what I just thought about too. I bet. Well, like you know, back then, you know, before the internet. Yeah. You, you guys probably really didn't see a lot of American music, did you? Oh, all our music was was vinyl. You know, we, we used to go into record stores uh, and listen and just. You have to take a risk, didn't you? You'd, you'd have to take a risk. You'd have to go into a record store. Back then, and vinyl was. And, um, you know, pick up a vinyl song for like pounds and, um, and take a risk. And, Mainly about the album cover. The album cover that was a good indication that the band was really cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, but also having like um, hanging out with other musicians. I mean, my guitar teacher uh, Dave Shaw introduced me to some some bands and and stuff. Combination of that and uh, family introducing you to different types of music and meet your friends and they introduce you to different types of music but um, yeah we didn't have the internet so it was all kind of all the press all it was literally Melody Maker Karai Magazine Top of the Pops and that was kind of it so we did have MTV oh yeah we did have MTV but if you're posh you could afford the subscription yeah and my sister was quite well off so she could afford to have a guy and it was quite nice to like watch MTV and Learn about Sisters of Mercy and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right, fellas. I truly appreciate your time. I'm going to lead out with Ocean is a Woman. Um, is Ocean it, is a Woman? Yep. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you would like to say before we get out of, get out of here? I don't know, uh, peace to the world and um, let, let let it rock, baby. And I don't know, if you have anything to add, Dan, anything that's worth, apart from dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. 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 <laughs> no, um, yeah. Keep on rocking, stop war. Stop war, keep on rocking. There you go. Shit, child. Thank you once again, fellas. Okay. Thanks a lot, Thank Steve. Now a word from our sponsor.
That's right, it's January 6th. This is supposed to snow tomorrow, but we have no idea. But an amazing show for you. That's right, Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. Are you walking or what? Hopefully you are being safe according to the computer. It says it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Either or. I tell you what, this is uh this is gonna be a very crazy, interesting episode. Reason being, uh a long awaited interview uh by Jay Garavaro coming out of the UK, gave me a call <laughs> via Messenger. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, he had the Heath uh, Ledger's Canoe uh, song. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, we got, we got. <laughs> we got strange facts like uh, Mr. Potato's Head was the first toy. To be advertised on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? Because I didn't. Uh, Misrated. Very iconic. Oh, it's one of the best. Dude, thank you for being here. I mean, <laughs> I try, dude. You know, you know, fill in the gaps, you know. Do you do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, uh. Uh, me? Um, you don't worry about me. Mm. No, I'm just joking. I'm Blake. Um, I, I... I've I've been known to pluck a string or two, maybe maybe a vocal cord. Ooh, that's oh, thank you, because you reminded me of something. Uh, so uh, the podcast, uh, y'all get ready. Thank you once again. I always repeat myself and feel like a broken record, but you a good looking broken record though. Do Truly appreciate everybody that actually listens uh, to the podcast. So I don't really give a shit anymore about the uh, whatever it is. So the podcast is essentially going to turn into the radio station. So we're going to be playing some some hits from that Beastwood here. Uh, uh, Surely, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Jake's upstairs. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get him down here. Yeah. Okay. I might get one of them chicken legs from the carnival. He loves those. Okay. Big old bone with the meat on it. Got that look look like it's almost charred skin, but it's just delicious. (laughs) Holding her all together. Mm. But, I mean, real quick, if I I may. You got some strange facts, and I appreciate you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, the stage before Frostbit is called Frostnip. Frostbit? Yeah, like where your fingers turn black. Oh. 
And then it, it's no good because they, they usually have to Cindy lop those off. Holy moly. Yeah, that's no good. That there? That there's what you don't want. Yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, that there doesn't have a Ziggy Zig ah on it. <laughs> you reminded me of something, but I probably shouldn't uh, talk about it right now. <laughs> uh, just so you know, being that it's uh, January 6th, you know, these weird national days. Because you guys love them so much. National Cuddle Day. It is also National Technology Day. You gotta appreciate that. Technology kind of is a wonderful thing. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I live my day all day with technology. Did you play outside today? It's a National Play Outside Day. Um, obviously. <laughs> They are not a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> um, you ain't getting out in this. Um, I mean, I try. I mean, I've been playing games with my own heart, maybe. <laughs> but that's about the only game Dad's been playing. Because <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> you know, even though Fruit Loops are different colors, they are all exactly the same flavor. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. I had a suspicion. That it's National Shortbread Day? Short Shortbread. <laughs> <laughs> I got to call my buddy and let him know. We cut short jokes to him all the time, dude. <laughs> shortbread. It, yeah. I think, hey, dude, it's your day, bro. It's Tall, short. medium size. <laughs> medium bread. That bread. <laughs> but uh, if you're in the area, January 19th at 6.30, uh, Music Fundays, Fundraiser Benefiting the Turner Syndrome Society at Oil City Beer Company, uh, which is pretty badass because it's a fundraiser event. Of course, you get a... Some, Gotta love fundraisers, you know, getting together for a good cause. Yep, we got Cryptic Encounter, Tow Truck Mike, Corpse Medicine, and Defile Thy Faith. And yeah, uh, and I, I, I know most of all of them people should be a good old show. So, I mean, you don't want to miss that one. It's, it's January 19th. You know, 10 days after that, there was some scaby dirty, hippie-looking person that was born. And he may or may not be turning about 38 years of age. Is that a fact or not? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what is? Bullfrogs do not sleep. Really? Yeah. Says so right here in my little uh, note pile here. See right there, number twenty four. Dude, frogs. Yeah, Jeremiah. He don't sleep because <laughs> <laughs> he was a bullfrog. 
Just like Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> My Paul Bunyans are screaming. I got to sit down. You know, <laughs> if, there's, if you really want. No, I'm just chirping. talking shit, dude. You know what I was. You, you know that Johnny Appleseed theory? Uh, I don't know if I do. I might. You know, like where he goes and just like throws seeds out. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 And that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that motherfucker planted all of the trees that are everywhere? No, no, just the apple trees. And that's why you don't got them over here in Wyoming, because he saw that and he was like, Mm-mm-mm. not today. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Crab Apple Tree can tr- do that. Okay. We, I ain't doing that. Mm-mm. See, who planted the pine trees? <laughs> I know Paul Bunyan was taking them down. Um, He's chopping motherfuckers down. Just, we got to deliver Christmas, son. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, you're a big blue ox. Let's do this. Yeah, Yeah, that's another thing. You can't forget about that ox. No, dude. (laughs) A big blue one, nonetheless. When's the last time you saw a blue ox? We can't talk about that on yeah. here. Yeah, my bad. Hey, I'm sorry to bring that up. That was my bad. Listen, I didn't want to talk about my childhood. Yeah, hey, hey, I wasn't thinking. That was my bad. I hope you can forgive me. Should we get into a song? Um, as long as I don't have to dance. We're, we're not being filmed. I'll dance. Whatever, let's do it. Uh, so, here's another event you definitely... Need to check out Friday, January 12th, 2024. <laughs> Jesus. They put the year in there, too. <laughs> Man, grow up. Grow up, Stevie. It's the opening reception. Uh, love letter. Um, the Casper Artist Collective um, is going to be showcasing. Um, yeah, the exhibit. Please do go check it out. Uh, Connie with Glow. We collaborated. Yeah. I can't wait to see that piece down there. Heck yeah. Um, That's what I'm talking Connie's great. She's She is. Yeah, she's so awesome. It fucking blew my mind when she asked me to collaborate with her. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, it, I don't know. Very humbling. Um, January 12th. Which is a Friday. <laughs> if you ain't got your calendar out. Yeah, and hold on, hold on. Let me hook you up. Um, it's in six days. It's the next Friday. Ooh. Hey, take it easy. Are you talking about Cat Williams? <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't, but... <laughs> Friday after next. Are you talking about the Stanley Cup? Oh, my Atlanta. <laughs> Stage dive? Yeah, they need to quit with the Stanley Cup because it's making the NHL look bad. But I still don't understand it. Did the, did the actual Stanley Cup break? Uh, no. So it's that cup, and then it's, like, associated with Starbucks. And, like, but there was this... 
I guess it was a couple years ago, but this lady, her vehicle burnt down, but like there was a Stanley Cup in there. (laughs) (laughs) And And that's the the only survivor? The company bought her a new car every day. (laughs) Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, So apparently, I don't know because I don't fucking have one, but like the bottom of the cup will actually sit in your cup holder. Oh. (laughs) West side. Yeah. (laughs) Connection. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Let's see. We're going to get into some tunes here. Where the fuck is Jake? (laughs) Uh, I can hear him in the distance. We're going to get into. Ooh, this one's a good one. Hey, and that's another thing. Thank you to the wonder. Man, that sounds so, so self-conceited. But I don't give a fuck. Uh, check out Vanderheim Design. <laughs> you, yeah. I uh, painted the Misfits that piece mm, yeah, the yeah. other day, and uh, Crimson Skull. It it was after this song too. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Misfits. Eldo rocks. Strange fact. It's gonna play. Doesn't I'm gonna shoot the fucking screen? I didn't even know you were strapped. Yeah. 
That's right. Here's to the misfits. Aldo rocks misfits. We're going to take a quick little break. Little potty break, maybe. Tinkle. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try to get Jake down there. I'll wrestle him. And then we're going to play some. We got some Beastwood. Uh, do you got some animal by it looks like? Yeah. Uh, Curtis and Crosby, Cottonwood Boys. Hey, them some good old boys. Uh, we got Diz Game. Death Toast. You just stay tuned. Dwayne Watson as well. Yeah, that's right. We're back. <laughs> and we're at it. Yeah. And here we go. We're going to get into the next one, uh, which is bad to the bone. Hopefully, you are doing good, my man. This one goes out to this game in the coop. Top down, no room, no room. On the money, pursue, pursue. And 
Get into some Beastwood. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Let's see. We got America. God and, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I said it like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> God dang it. What the? Uh, should, should we play the song first? And then do you want to? <laughs> Talk about the inspiration behind it. I mean, I've been hitting the head a lot. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to just remember. Would you? Are we doing America? God damn it! Yeah, we'll we'll go. To see, that was like one of the classics. Like, uh, like we uh, back when we were writing that song, uh, we had probably just recorded um, "Sex Devil," our first record. Right? So, um, it would have been in the next heap of songs, which, uh, do you remember what year that was? Um, (laughs) that would have had to have been 2012 or no, 2011. Cause we, we, we recorded and then we, we would have wrote that song in 2011. 
because we started when did we start i think it was like september 15th or some shit like that of 2010 we we became a band we recorded uh sex devil um i Ooh, think i do have a sex devil it's <sighs> one of Angel. them gems oh gosh oh. oh angry delgado oh god okay. that's a <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, I, is is this the first one off the album? No, if, no, okay. no, no. That's the press L, right? That's there, that's. There's going to be a significance behind the reason why this. Yeah, Angry, <laughs> Angry Delgado is great. I love that song. <laughs> but uh, I mean, America, goddamn, it's fucking awesome. So America, goddamn, should we, we get into Delgado? Ooh. So, so this one was first, right? Yeah, yeah, Angry Delgado, yeah. yeah. It was like a loose. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Angry? Delgado. Slide, thank slide. You, thank you for tuning in and <laughs> to Three Wheel Bicycle. That's right, dude. <laughs> Two hands on this wheel, you know what I'm saying?
Beast World. Johnny Appleseed. January 6th, 2024. <laughs> Just blowing seeds all over the yard. In a basement. In a basement? Yeah. <sighs> I forgot where I was going. Okay. Uh, next up on the line. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for letting us invade your ear. Uh, if you obviously stay tuned, there's another holy moly, another part of the show. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a very. I don't even know if you would call this a podcast anymore. You know what I mean? It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. Here we go. That's the right. Beastwood. That's right. With America, goddamn it. America, goddamn it. Yeah. This one was written as like the second or third song written before we got the rest of the stuff. So it was like we had this for a minute and we. We were bad at holding songs back, so we just were playing it forever. <laughs> it was one of my favorites. It's just a little, it's it's a it's it's for you working class. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, America, America. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know it's so badass about this too. <clears throat> uh, well, the other part of the show. There are some amazing musicians mm-hmm. that are on, and they're from the United Kingdom. It's so cool that, like, I don't know, man, it, like, how the world works. You know what I mean? That's right. But that that's rad. Coming from everywhere. Yeah. Across the pond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're coming across the pond, Jay. That's right. I can't swim very well. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, no, I can't either. So, we both need floaties. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the life jacket's going to choke me. I say we go with floaties. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously can't swim. I can't run either. Oh, God. I'm this, disabled. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. America? Yeah, America, God damn yeah, it. Right. Every morning from 9 to 5, bud.
Behind. We're back. We're going to get into Dwayne Watson. He was on the show not too long ago. You scroll down below and check out the old episodes. You already know what we're talking about. Dwayne Watson. Dead Man's Whiskey. He's coming out of Canada. That's what's up. Can you believe that? The story behind this, that's why you need to check out. <laughs> yeah. I I did. I did. Oh, moly. <laughs>
Dwayne Watson. He's he's coming across the he's uh upstate. Ooh. Outlaw country singer. Bad to the bone. Check. What he talks about. He really lived. Real life. That's right. Are you, are you ready to get into the next one? Oh. I'm I'm gonna scramble it up. Oh, we're gonna egg out? Alright, Tim. Uh man, I thought Yeah. Sir spaced spaced out. Do you wanna listen to some tow truck mic? The front. I'm gonna throw some front on first. Cole the Butcher. Thank you, everybody, for allowing us to invade your ear. Click them links down below. Truly appreciate you. Whoa,
So, next. Up to the plate. Oh, well, next up to the plate is eight of the ten largest statues in the world are of Buddha. That's right. Just so you know. Just found out. Not a recent discovery, but over in these waters, it has been. We're going to get into some local music. Sorry about the holy moly. Did you hear that loud? Yeah, I think it was my phone. Because I I was bringing it closer because I have bad eyes. I think I got... I think it was my fault. (laughs) I, I mean... I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it was you, but but I feel like it was the phone. But I like apples and oranges. Do you? We're gonna get into some local music. Well, yeah, Joey, some some more local music. Joey Patterson. Oh, okay, okay. Tired of being good. Uh, he. Good supporter. Good supporter of, you know, you get it. You know, I I feel bad sometimes. Yeah. Because I can't get out to everything. Right. You know what I mean? It's hard to. It is. Especially having family. Exactly. So we're going to get into it. Joey Patterson, tired of being good.
All right. Hitting you hard, hitting you hard, hitting you hard. Um, I don't know if you know this, but if you sneeze while traveling at 60 miles an hour, your eyes are closed for an average of 50 feet. That's a lot of stinky toes. <laughs> just saying, just saying. But I don't know if you remember in uh, 2014... But a missing woman on a vacation in Iceland was found when it was discovered that she was in the search party looking for herself. That's a bad dude. (laughs) A plus effort. (laughs) A. A to the T. Yeah. Don't even know you're trying to help yourself. That's bad to the bone. But, hey. I feel like that is winning it all. It is. <laughs> Holy moly. Dude, can you believe that's Joe Camel right there with some shades on you? Yeah, no, he's got a twin brother. <laughs> And some fighters. Yeah. I believe his name is Joe as well. (laughs) (laughs) They smoke cigarettes that have uh, cancer lumps on them. Ooh. Got to give some shout-outs real quick. Uh, Check these out, Blake. I do. I do. Uh, If you go to a box of shoes. Oh, that's dope. You can get, like. Uh, you know, like those surprise, mm-hmm. like things or whatever. Yeah. But it was like shoes, mystery bag or whatever. Yeah, word. That was a pretty dope, dude. Yeah, that that's sick. <laughs> the fuck, those are super <laughs> rad. Yeah, no, I go by there all the time. They're really nice people. <laughs> I, d- I wear one set of shoes. I don't buy, like, yeah, I buy a shoe, like, every Whoa. now and again. I got a couple friends that collect shoes. Dude, those, uh, yeah, Marley's got some pretty badass ones. Yeah. I got from there, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Got them Kruger Nikes, dog. He's like, oh, it's like, like a little surprise. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Right. What a little miniature shoes, y'all. <laughs> but that's what I'm screaming. I think I paid like 150 bucks for some Nike shocks. 
in their garbage. Yeah, yeah. I was basically walking like a duck. Word. Flat-footed. I feel you on that. Lost all the arch in my foot. I mean, well, not really, but the, yeah. But I put a different insole in there, I'll tell you that. Dude, I think them Nike shocks, they're like looks. Like, oh, that's I think they was made for balling. That's why they have the shocks on them, you know what I'm saying? Throw you up and make that dunk. It's like springboard, dude. <laughs> Where's that pump out, dog? Yeah, dude. They're trying to, that they are answering Reebok years over, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Reebok pump, dog. <laughs> I love those. Okay. Uh, oh, this is pretty crazy. Look at this. Marley. This is one of her presents she got me. That's amazing. I fucking know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I don't know if these are true facts or not. You know what I mean? Okay. Screenshots. You know, we got to give the, you know, either or. Panthers are not real species. They're jaguars and leopards who have, I can't even say that word, melanism, which is the opposite of embolism. Dude, I'm pretty sure I already fucking said that shit. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> dude. Uh, Should I do a Oh, my God, baker? dude. Baked beans are actually not baked, but stewed. Mm. I never thought about it until just now. Yeah, weird, because... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can bake beans. And hold on. If you smoke beans, isn't that technically baking? Yeah. I have questions. How the fuck do you bake a bean, dude? I'm saying you smoke it. <laughs> or you put it in your in your oven. <laughs> On a bacon sheet. The yeah. whole can. <laughs> that way, if it does bubble over, it doesn't get on the bottom and start charring. You know... Th- those are life hacks. <laughs> First thought come to mind. Dennis Semenos. Oh, God. Baked beans. Remember a motherfucker doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the neighbor's name? Oh, uh, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, that's what it was. I really do need to, yeah. I need to rewatch them, them movies. I need to, like, paint a picture of fucking 
my inception of fucking Dennis the Menace. There it is. There it is. <laughs> that motherfucker was a gangster. Well, I, <laughs> oh yeah, he he wasn't trying to do anybody no harm. No, he was just living. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you tripping on? What are you trying to tax me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to drive John Deere tractors for a living. <laughs> <laughs> How in that smoke, baby? <laughs> uh. I'm not sure how this is a fact, but these are supposed to be facts. Sunsets on Mars are blue. Oh. Hmm. I wonder if that's true. Are you (laughs) rhyming at me right now? (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real. I wonder if it really is blue. Yeah, it makes me wonder as well. That's... I mean, perception is everything. Yeah, and well, it's pretty crazy when, you know, I was talking to, yeah. His time factor is completely different to the time factor here. You know what I mean? world it's pretty crazy hmm. so it's like five o'clock there and I don't know either or either <laughs> or. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are staying with us here that interview is gonna Go on here after, <laughs> right, right. But what what you know about you know like when you're looking at like pounds on some, it says LBS after it. You know what that's all about. Uh-uh. So another fun fact: the LBS comes from the Latin word libra, which means pound. Really? Yeah. At least I think that says Libra. I'm bad at reading. <laughs> I'm I can't almost even fucking Yeah. My glasses are so fucked, dude. Like I don't <laughs> want to mess with them anymore. So. Because they know they're gonna break. So we you. got two sets of Coke bottles in here, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't know how to break this too. Uh, <laughs> You're coming live. The Casper Lion. Yeah. Blurry <laughs> facts by your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got. Do oh, we're gonna rhyming reason rhyming rhyming reason. We're gonna get into. Some local hip hop. Manny. I was going to say, I think that's what it says. 
joking. <laughs> I'm capping, dog. I'm fucking play. There we go. I think we talk over too. <laughs> Dynamite boy, shit, your mini wicked. We're gonna get into this is a banger. That tow truck Mike, we used to drink. You're listening live from that basement. Three wheel bicycle. Yeah, I'm Bill. We're talking about <laughs> chuh, chuh, chuh. tow truck, Mike.
Oh, yeah. That's right. Don't drunk, Mike. Hey, man. Did you uh, know the first film with a hundred million dollar budget was True Lies, which was made in 1994? That was that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was a thriller, action packed, like Salmonella. Yeah, oof. <laughs> Sam and the boys. Uh, I I gotta I gotta play this next one, okay, real quick. Uh, beings that, uh, you know, tow truck Mike. This is uh, Jaguar. Rock out. Are you ready to rock out? I'm ready. Me too, my man. Trap house trying to get to a better place. All these people, yeah, they hella fake. Keep moving up, yeah, it's time to elevate. I'm trying to stack up and get hella kick. I cannot take a break, no, I can't. I'm getting flyer in the way I'm gonna plan. Damn, I swear to God, I got a plan. I can do this since I can. Everybody getting turned up. Mess with us, you get burnt up. Talking down, I heard up. Yeah, roll ups, time burns up. Hey, yo. Diamonds looking like pixels off an of HD TV. I'm fucking 4Ks, I'm rolling up backwards. While my diamonds leaking. All these hoes always hitting on my phone. Yeah, they really wanna come see me. If you wanna feature with me, you gotta pay for the fee. I ain't giving out freebies. Drowning up water. Lots of Titanic, I'm sinking. Got a bad issue, freaking. While I'm geeking for the weekend. Smoking is dope with the demons. On my team, I never skating. Pull up a cup, now I'm leaning. BBS and got you blinking. On the highway speed. Yeah, higher than the ceiling. I don't care how you feel. I'm on the go, on the go. I gotta go, cook up some of this dough. Yeah, bread, yeah, I got whole loads. All crispy hundreds and they look like toast. When I put the ice on me, I froze. Walk up, sing up, pulling up with the ghost. I got the drip from my head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Rock out, pop out. Yeah, I'm getting to the guap now. I'm on the go, no, no. No, I'm never gonna stop now. I'm in the trap house trying to get to a better place. All these people, yeah, they hella fake. Keep moving up, yeah, it's time to elevate. I'm trying to stack up and get hella cash. Next up to play it. Next up to bat. Blake, Blake's, Blake's got, Blake's got him. Oh God, on the spot. Um, why don't you read that one? Number sixty-eight, there, bud. 
dude, I can't read, man. Yeah, well, it's... Some cats breeds. Called, quote-unquote, puppy cats. A breed specifically to exhibit dog-like behavior. Bringing it hot, right I off mean, the press. It, dude, that like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, <laughs> I'm just like, why? <laughs> what know, What is that about? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what? I, dude, in a sense, <laughs> no, for real. Like, if you think about it, that's like some shit DMX would say. You know what I mean? Start barking. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That's right, dude. <laughs> I did you know this though? The University of Minnesota is older than Minnesota, the state itself. What? Say that again, no. The University of Minnesota is older than Minnesota, the state, itself. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Do you remember that show, Coach? (sighs) No, I don't think I do. Hayden Fox. He was like, uh, he was like the football coach. Excuse me. Burping. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's called the coach. Uh, coach, just coach. There was, yeah. TV show. TV show. <laughs> Don't hassle me. I'm local. We're talking 1986. That's right, baby. Through 1997. We got nine seasons, dude. Okay? Bad dudes. I mean... Uh, Craig T. Nelson, dog. Okay? Uh, Jerry Van Dyke. Okay? Incredible Minnesota, dude. Yeah. That's Minnesota. <laughs> Jesse Ventura. I don't know if he actually guest appearance on that show or not. <laughs> but that's the other thing that comes to mind. I mean, I don't know, dude. With Old Minnesota. Craig looks like he might be Jesse's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I always love like how it's like kind of like based in his like little office in his cabin. <laughs> it if you think about it too, like that's like a small little like area to like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I remember that. Like, I think I remember seeing like. It like when I was young, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think I remember it. <laughs> I mean, I'm older than the show, obviously. But I mean, 
See, that's another thing I've, you know, I've always that's been crazy. very curious about, like, you know, like, so, I don't know, ever, ever, hold on. I need well, to reprogram. <laughs> well, hold on. Well, then, talking about reprogramming, dude. Okay, people don't sneeze in their sleep due to their brain shutting down the reflux. Yeah. Are you ready to get into some more music? I mean... <laughs> Yes, yes, I am. Uh, hold on, I need donut shop. That rocker. I really want to. Hopefully, this fucking works, dude. If it, that's what it is. Jose the prophet. Younger cat. His. I really dig his fucking. Uh, Style. Yeah. His. I don't know if this is. They're all about Oh, set him up. This is the one. Here we go. Are you ready? I really hope I kept that interview with him when he came to the. <laughs> You ready? Yeah, yeah. Setting them up. That's right, playboy. Yeah, I am the general, heart of a seminal, team full of criminals, don't talk 
subliminals up, then you know when it's stuck at the pinnacle. Schooling these niggas is just for the principal. About to start punching and kicking you, nigga. Pooh, sick of you imbeciles. Getting no decimals. Come to the beat, turn niggas to vegetables. Yeah. Uh, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga was talking about money, but Sway ain't never been getting enough. Uh, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga was talking sideways, so we wind up at him up. See, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga was talking about money, but Sway ain't never been getting enough. Uh, see, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga, knock if you buck. If it's something to stop, we fucking him up. I was walking down the road in terror, but in hindsight, I can see my fear. Demons fussing, they just keep discussing, cause I'm up to something, they can see it's clear. The beat erupting with the heat from under, I'ma keep on pushing, cause my future's near. Fix your posture and correct your walk and put your head down, cause the king is here. The wheels are spinning while I'm riding shoddy Hit the hotel, we destroyed the lot Got a show around one or two After that, we gon' hit up a party Bottle spinning, water liquor dripping Keep the music blaring, we ain't gotta listen Show to show, we going on the road About to make a stack and spin it on some clothes My diamonds glisten all up on my chain Cause my music flew in and the heat's insane Drop the beat and let me do my thing It's all over now, we gon' take the rain Stacking money up without a care We gon' keep on moving, ain't no stopping there We gon' keep on rising till we millionaires Killing every beat, making people stare. Yeah. Uh, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga was talking about money, but Sway ain't never been getting enough. Uh, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga was talking sideways, so we wind up wetting him up. Uh, see, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga was talking about money, but Sway ain't never been getting enough. Uh, See, I got the cause, I'm setting them up. Nigga, knock if you buck. If it's something to stop, we fucking him up. Right, that's right. We're back out there in hills. That's right. Letting you know that Lego toys are a better investment than stocks, bonds, or gold. Yeah, that's what it says. It says it's a fact. Fact up in there in I, I mean, I'm not fact checking either. Uh, I'm going to slip in, I'm going to flip up the genre. Flip the script. So to speak. Gotta give that shout out to System Restore. Going for all. Yeah, yay. Children, what are you to lose? Attending my for greatness, it's up to you to choose. But I know that you're 
System store. That's right, baby. Uh, we're gonna switch it up again. <laughs> oh yeah, we are, dude. We're gonna let you know the most popular, the most popular item at Walmart is bananas, dude. Okay, they sell more bananas than any other single item they have in stock. That's number 51, dog. I wonder why it's bananas, dude. Well, Gwen was been Gwen's been telling us about him for years now. Gwen who? Stiff Army. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart bananas. Yeah. I can't believe... Why is this... Bananas. Yeah. Walmart. Most popular item. Muscle. It... I wonder why it's not clothing. Because Walmart's not really like a grocery. Oh, yeah. People go there just there just for the pickup alone. Now, I'm not talking dates, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you can pick up some dates from the food aisle. <laughs> if you're talking, which I believe is a dehydrated plum. If you're... Uh, Plum, plum, plum. If you're masked up. <laughs> I can't even really... You know what? You know what sucks, dude? I'm not gonna lie. Like, my fucking teeth. Like, right here. Yeah. Like, and Either or. <laughs> Them some bitches. God damn it. What uh six shooter from nowhere. Oh dang. Yeah. That sounds serious. Yep, we're getting into deep cuts. Yep. Some I man, I I don't know how to explain it. But I know you feel me. I and you submit music, and I get to play it. It's fucking amazing. And I hope each and every one of you are going to have an amazing time. We're going to get into Brian McComb, Six Shooter. This fucking microphone, you know. Bud. Six shooter nowhere. Yeah. Japanese squared watermelons are ornamental plants and are not edible. Uh, what? For real, dude. Dude, I tried to go in a fucking bonsai tree. <laughs> Try to go into it? 
Hey, for real, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Okay. Do you want to get into? Yep. How well do you know you're saved by the bell, my man? Oof. I mean, I I know. Okay. A little bit. I introduced Kelly to Slater. The shit. <laughs> My wonderful mother-in-law uh, gifted me <laughs> Say by the Bell trivia. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Was it Zach Morrison, right? Word. <laughs> okay. Will you grab, grab me? Will you grab me a beer real quick? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Trivia quiz, but... Next up to the chopping block. Good good old Screech. (laughs) Mercy. Isn't his name like A.C. Slater? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Right? (laughs) Let's practice this. Okay. Uh, how many questions? How many questions should we do? Mind you. Mind you. Mind me. I've I've only scrolled through a couple times or whatever last week. Oh, God. Uh, Art was on the show. Okay. Uh, not... Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, when I got this, like, oh, should fucking, okay, anyway, you ready? Yep. What do you think we should do? How many, how many questions? Last three, did three. How'd this is, go? this is a big book. Um, me and Art tied. He he got me. Okay. He got he got me with the he got me with the Zach Morris, uh, basketball oh. <laughs> number thing. Oh dang! <laughs> First question right off the gate. That's a bad dude. <laughs> he must have just been watching it fresh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was okay. So, <laughs> hey, I think you're taking I've, the gold home today, homie. I I've been <laughs> I've been. <laughs> well, I've been nerd. Well, cause like, um, uh, 
Yeah, I just hooked the antenna up to the fucking TV or whatever, and there was, like, the one channel, and it was, like, it's Saved by the Bell, essentially, right? But then they have, like, the new class thing or whatever, but I just fucking zoned out on it, dude, for, like, a couple weeks straight, and fucking it was funny that this came up and fucking either or. You ready? That's, I mean, I'm going to give her hell, baby. Me too. Okay. What do you want to do? Three? How many questions? Should we do a piece? I say we go until somebody's a definitive winner. So that's if you get two right in a row. Okay. That's you. Mixture? Average. Saved by the Bell. Trivia. How well do you know you're Saved by the Bell? I should have asked Jay that earlier today. (laughs) Son of a gun. Okay. Thank you, everybody, that's tuned in right now. You my dude. <laughs> Who won Miss Liberty pageant? Say by the bow. Who won Miss Liberty? Liberty pageant. The curly blonde haired one was Jessica, right? Who won this? <laughs> <laughs> Who won? (laughs) (laughs) Who won? I'm going to go with Jessica. Jessica. I think that's her name. And if it's not, then I guess I'm wrong. your answer uh, screech I was gonna go <laughs> where did Lisa's dad want to go to eat after Lisa told him She was overcharged on his credit card. Like, who the fuck would know? Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, we're going to... Okay. Different page. Yep. Oh, yeah. Here we go. 
mixture easy. Ready for this. Here we go. Apologize about that. <laughs> Who got the highest SAT scores? Score, I guess. None, though. <laughs> uh, I think it was Screech. S K R <laughs> the Screechster. <laughs> Which of the sports did Zach play? <laughs> I'm seriously reading now. Out of the book, man. <laughs> I think it's a trick question. I'm gonna go go ahead and my answer is all of them. What did Zach and Slater bet that they could? Do first to Tori. <laughs> Zach and Slater. What did Zach and Slater think they could do to Tori? <laughs> Sheer God. That's for room. <laughs> that ain't no shit, is it? Yeah. Hey, hey now. They, they, they get. That's, that's what it's. These are this. This is for the real fans over here, bud. Say by the bow, yo. Yeah, I'm talking. They know who Mister Cheezel is, dude. Um. Holy wow! It's like an open-ended question. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, it's a reference, but I mean, <laughs> very uh, printed word. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. Um, what do they bet they could do to her? I'm gonna say, put her in a trash can. Trash. Not to drink, baby. <laughs> yeah. Not that hip nod I can hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with a little bit of energy just splashed up in there. Uh, when Slater, Zach, Screech, and Kelly. Go to college. What is this school's mascot? Slater's school's mascot? <laughs> uh, when Slater, Screech, Zach, and Kelly 
You have a college. What is the school's mascot? I didn't even know if there was a fucking mascot. Yeah, I'm so lost. I thought they went to different colleges. So they talk. I think it was. Because it's usually always that weird, awkward moment, and they're like, "We need to make it real so they, they can see what real life's like." It <laughs> something like comes to mind, like some kind of raccoon fucking thing. Yeah, my first instinct is to say bobcat. Uh yeah, word. I think that's it. They're probably going to say Lynx, and we won't count it because it's not close enough. It starts with a B. What the fuck? This is a... Okay. I was going to go to the next... Well, I am going to go to the next question. Oh, yeah. But it's the same fucking one. What is Bayside's mascot? Well, I guess it isn't the same question. What is Bayside's mascot? Bayside. What is Bayside's mascot? What? I'm going to go with Dolphin. Dolphin. <laughs> dolphin Lundgren. Yeah. All right. Who got the highest SAT score? That was the first one. Yeah. I'm going to say Zach. It's because you got the answers right there. No, I'm just <laughs> I haven't looked at any of these. Which sports did Zach play? Basketball. Gotcha. If I remember correctly. I don't even know why I'm writing this down. What did Zach and Slater bet they could do versus Tori? Dude. <laughs> Uh, if this was like off camera scripted, I bet you it wouldn't have been a kiss. <laughs> it's funny we can laugh about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, Slater, Zach, Screech, go to college. What is the school mascot? Dude, I don't remember. I want to agree with you. I think it is a fucking bobcat. Like a... What is Bayside's mascot? You guess as good as mine. <laughs> 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 
Repeat these questions again. I don't even remember any of them. You still didn't even answer the last one. Who got the highest SAT score? Zach. Which of the sports did Zach play? Basketball. Well, you got two points to nothing right now. What did... Zach and Slater bet that they could do first to Tory. <laughs> Kisser. Yep. Kiss her up. <laughs> Son of a gun. Okay. Number five. <laughs> College mascot. <laughs> Thanks. Here we are. When Slater, Zach, Screech, and Kelly. Go to college. What is the school mascot? What did you say? Bobcat. Bobcat. I mean, fucking falcon. I don't even remember a falcon. You know. Falcon. Apparently, according to the book, it's Falcon. Now, Bayside's mascot. You said Bobcat. Old Dolphin. It was a tiger. We suck. (laughs) Saved by the bell, Jim. You got two. I got a goose egg. (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go we are gonna get in for the next one brian mccollum six shooter to nowhere thank you for tuning in and i Really hope that you learned and laughed something. You, uh, you know, flick that toe, so to speak. Raymond Calm, six shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Holy moly donut job. <clears throat> Dude, the TV was invented only two years after sliced bread. <laughs> really? Yeah, no joke. It's crazy, right? Two years after? Yeah, the invention of sliced bread is what it says, but... I wonder who called it sliced bread. Huh. Who came up with the name? I mean, they 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 were already slicing bread. I feel, and they're like, "Hey, you know what would make it better? It's a TV. If you slice it." You know, it's slice it. You just grab, a, you just grab yourself a little bit, make you sandy with it. 
Sorry. <laughs> One A wall on you. Sorry. Not C. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, first uh, roller coaster though was used to transport coal down a hill after people found that it could reach speeds up to 50 miles per hour. Tourist actually asked to ride on it for a few cents. A few cents on a dollar. It just says a few cents. I don't know what the... Flip a coin. Yeah. Yeah. Three of you can get in the barrel. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> uh, this... <laughs> This shit is fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> truly appreciate um, everybody that's been tuning in. We're going to get into Beastwood, Degenerated. And then coming up after that, it's going to be Jager Ravaro. I farted and it fucking stinks, yo. Bud, come on. <laughs> My mouth was open. This here's I was a, trying to keep it professional. Hey, this here's a cover song. And it's the song that it's on the movie. It's pretty fun. Um, the opening solo is done by uh, the guy that recorded it. His name is Colton Cron. And I believe uh, you can find him at the Blaster Room and. Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. He's got a band called Hated as well. They're pretty rad. So. You can check them out as well, but he uh, put his lovely touches on this and uh, turned out great. I, you know, I really wonder sometimes how many people actually like dude that was the fucking airheads movie mm-hmm. I gotta pass really bad <laughs> oh <laughs> shit dude but like open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean like when they came into the fucking the radio station yeah with the hot suns and the fucking Uzis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is our fucking... Yeah. All right, I'm going to go piss. Do you want to give these guys some facts real quick? Some facts? Oh, God. I mean, I can try. I'm going to be bad at this. Um, Let's see here. Man. A duel between three people is actually called a truel. Did not know that. Always bring in the hard facts. Let's see here. Let's 
let's see here. Donkey Kong got his name because his creator believed donkey meant stupid in English and wanted to convey <coughs> uh, the impression that the character was a stupid ape. Hard facts, dude. You got about three. Three of them. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna was laugh just talking you. about that earlier, that that number thing. See, three. <laughs> All right, you ready to get into teaching? <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. That was good, I bet. Dude, the... That movie Airheads too, and then when you guys like cover that, like, man, I I was happy. With, I'm I'm not a huge cover person, so I'm like, a, like when we got this all going and doing it, like it it was fun. I like it. It's not, it's like I'm happy with what how it turned out and all that. So, so for the people that are listening. I've never, uh, you gotta go check out that movie, Airheads. Because, that was fabulous. Like, Brandon Frazier, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler. I mean, <laughs> get out of here. All star cast. And they were just trying to get their song heard. Dude, Steve Buscemi in Fargo when he gets shot in the jaw. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of town. Top notch. (laughs) Man, that... uh. But, hey, this is coming to you from a radio station. We stomped up in here with uh, squirt guns full of hot sauce. <laughs> and we put our tape in. Here it is. I fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you fucking do. But, like, <laughs> like watching that shit for the first time. <laughs> So good. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get, gotta get a hold of the, your ex old lady because she's the only one with a tape now. <laughs> a tape. <laughs> so grateful for today. I think I did say what national day it was today, but I don't know if it's the same where you're listening. Whatever time of day. Tuned in to Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. We got BK <laughs> killed that. That's right, boy. They got a rename. I don't know if I. <laughs> That's right. It's weird because, like, now. I don't really feel like it's a podcast because I like doing it 
Beastwood. Beastwood. Degenerated. Degenerated. Coming up next after this. Jay Garabaro. He's coming out of the UK. He's got... I don't even... uh, It's a Nirvana grunge sound. Hell yeah. And... I'm going to be honest with you. It's some shit that you probably haven't heard yet. So get ready. Well, after. <laughs> it's coming for your ear hole, son. Yeah. Hey, we're coming out of the U.S. being degenerated. That's right. <laughs> And um, what sound are you uh, megastars of the future hip to? What is your musical vibe? Well, we, we ain't trash. We can play any kind of no, no, slap bass noise either. Right. Right. Yeah. It's more like, it's more like power, a power slot. Power we don't like to limit ourselves to labels.
kind of, uh, I fibbed. I fibbed a little. I can't believe this has almost been two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, that being said, I'm I'm just going to lead up the next wonderful guest. We're going to, well, he sent me this. Oh, man. Ocean is a woman. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. And this is a man. (laughs) Are you ready for this? I I, I know you are, my man. Truly appreciate each and every one of you. And now a word from our sponsor.
So just a little bit of a backstory on our next guest. Uh, when I had my radio station going, um, he had reached out and asked if I would play some of his music on the station and holy moly donut shop. I cannot tell you. I mean, I guess if you if you're new to the show, if you go back into some of the previous episodes, I believe I threw um, one of his tracks on. Um, one or two of those episodes, either or, um, we're going to get him on the phone. He is, um, currently in the UK. He says he's ready to go. Ooh, we got a dial tone. Hello. Hello. Is this Jay? Hey, welcome to Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. I'm I'm glad that we actually got a little or a, a chance to chat. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm here with my bass player Dan. Hello. Hey, Dan. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, just uh, kind of waking up a little bit, I guess, because it's morning time here. <laughs> And you guys are. So, uh, uh, go ahead. So, where whereabouts are you based? Um, in the, the United States, in Casper, Wyoming. Mm. Wyoming, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's not too shabby here. It's it's cold today. It snowed yesterday, which kind of sucks, but to be expected, I guess. It's quite heavy snowing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I guess I got, I got some questions, obviously. Um, how, so when did you first get started? I've been uh, doing this, uh, for years, like, I don't know, um, since, since the nineties, basically, uh, on and off and then, um, you know, work and life and doing other things. Um, but maybe properly full time. Uh, since about 2016, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've been at it for a while. <laughs> long, long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when you sent me that Heath Ledger's canoe song, it, mm-hmm. I I love, I, yeah, your your sound is very uh, unique. I guess what uh, what genre of music. Uh, would you call it, I guess? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Um, flannel rock. Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah flannel tricks. So, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, so definitely along the ro- lines of rock and grunge and, and punk uh, with some Americana thrown in there for a good measure, and uh, we're actually working on a disco song today. So uh, yeah, we like, yeah. we like to keep it kind of random. We like to keep it random. Yeah, yeah it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shit! I didn't even. Yeah, I dove too far into it. You, you can go ahead and introduce yourself and where you're from. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm Jay Guevara, and I'm Dan Lifford, bass player. Of Jacob R. Band. And the Jacob R. Band. 
Heck yeah. So you, you're a three piece band then, correct? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's uh, very cool. Several drummers, several drummers on the go. So yeah. So do you drummer weekly? Do you tour over here in the United States? Uh, a long time ago we, we played in um South by Southwest a long time ago. Okay. Um it was really nice. Uh, so we spent a week playing um in Austin, Texas and playing various venues there and stuff. And yeah, so that was, that was good fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's expensive to kind of go over the pond, but it would be nice to um, to get back there again and, and play to an American audience. Oh, yeah. That again. So, yeah. I, I like, uh, yeah, that's funny that you said the pond thing because, uh, well, I have um, some of your tracks uh, queued up. I can't play them. I can't play them in the full um, length because I don't right. know what fucking Spotify's you know copyright shit is, but um, but yeah. So the song that I got queued up is called "Something in the Water." Um, I'm gonna oh, play yeah. that real quick, and then uh, we're gonna let these wonderful gentlemen uh, tell us about it. something in the water <laughs> where what did the what was the thought process behind this because i've noticed a lot of these um songs um uh, in, in some way per, ugh, i can't even talk this morning some way shape or form um have to deal with water yeah i suppose they do um <laughs> Maybe I was really thirsty at the time, and I just knocked up the three tracks. Yeah. Yes, it was, Dan. It was about fluoride in the water because um, Southampton um, in, in England um, bought a shed load of fluoride to put in the water supply, um, and then all the locals kicked off about it because um, – there's was, there was too many complications associated with uh, putting fluoride in the water, people drinking it, and um, having rickets and um, deformed babies and all sorts of difficulties. And so um, I actually went down to a, a town hall meeting at the time, and um, there was some guy there at a, on a podium, and he was reading out the, the effects of what was going to happen that day. And basically... The upshot of it was is that the, you know there was loads of campaigners there and, and basically the the the, the, um, the, the council decided uh, to, to not put fluoride in the water and um, 
and so yeah, that just that was a good thing. So um, I got you. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. I had no stuff. idea about any of that about the fluoride yeah, in the water yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was um, it was a pretty big deal at the time. Uh, basically, um, the fluoride that they bought was from some. Um, I think it was an American company. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> not, not, you know, not in America. Or anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It was kind of like um, the, the kind of fluoride that you, you would use to clean engines with. Ooh, and shit. So they bought this stuff, and it cost a lot of money, and then they were kind of stuck with it like a, like a white elephant. They didn't know what to do with it, so they mm. were going to put it in the water supply, and uh, that's why everyone kicked off about it because it just wasn't good for was to keep your teeth clean. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. The trouble is, is that it's okay for teeth, but when you're ingesting it and drinking it, and uh, you know, oh. it goes into your system and it builds up in your body, and that that can be bad. So over a period of time, it can actually cause long-term uh, complications. So that's mm. why they school don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. crazy. Well, that's that's really cool. Well, I mean, not the situation, yeah. but the whole history, I guess, on it. So I was going to do a music, video, a music video to it that was a bit like an old sort of black and white Dr. Caligari kind of thing where, you know, that pour in, the, you know, like a big bat of it into a lake, into, into the river or something, and, you know, uh-huh. like Keystone Pops are trying to stop them or something like that. <laughs> Whenever I get around to do that, but, um, yeah. So cool. you... Uh, speaking of videos, you you have a YouTube channel, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got some music videos on there and some live stuff that we've done recently. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a particular video we did called um, "Corona Zombies," and um, mm. so we spent a few months putting that together, and uh, we we kind of borrowed thirty people to dress up as zombies, and <laughs> that's cool. Um, Wander about in the streets and, and do that basically. So. That's really cool. Um, <clears throat> so I got uh, another song queued up real quick. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably one of my favorites. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Heath Ledger's Canoe. Heath Ledger's Canoe. <laughs> Heath Ledger's canoe. What was okay? So, what was the thought process behind this one? <laughs> uh, at the time, I was doing a series of improvisations um, that people would email, like message me ideas for songs, and then I'd quickly, um, 
you know, cobble them together into a song. So, um, so somebody suggested I do a song about Heath Ledger and a canoe and a crucifixion. <laughs> and, um, and I kind of, I kind of gave myself a time limit, like I'd try and get it nailed down um, in, in the first few hours and then the next day record it in the studio. And, and basically we did the whole song in one take. Oh, wow. With some kind of ad-libbed lyrics and, um, and it sounded pretty good. So, yeah, um, I totally agree. I, it, I don't even know what kind of sound you call it. It has like this cool, like, like a, a feel you're actually inside of a fucking canoe, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, man. We, we actually did it inside a canoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I mean, a lot of it was to do with the sound engineer. He was a very good uh, sound engineer called Armid Latif. Yeah. And um, he used his studio. And he did the drums as well. He's a very good drummer. So, um, he never really heard the song before, so I just literally just pressed record and we got, ran into the studio and he jumped behind the, the drums and I plugged in my guitar and we just we played it live and that was essentially what was recorded and, and it came out quite well. So right. quite impressive. Yeah, and to be honest with you, uh, pretty much everybody that I've showed it to or listened to it have fucking loved it. Um, that's why I, another thing I'm so grateful that we actually got to chit-chat a little bit um, I guess uh, another question I had for you, because uh, you were talking about like recording and stuff. Um, do you have like your own like studio there in the town you're at, or do you have to travel? Do you have a home studio? Like how uh, how, how does all that come? Year, to? Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, coming back to Ahmed Latif, we um, I use his studio uh, for kind of you know final mixes and things. Um, and we also use another studio called WRS, um, which are quite good. And, and the rest of it is kind of done in bedrooms on home computers and, you know, uh, using logic and things. And, um, you know, and then taking those tracks into the studio and then overlaying uh, whatever needs to be added to it. And, and we just kind of, yeah, start in the bedroom and work our way towards the studio and build it up like that kind of thing. Oh shit! Yeah, that uh, that kind of leads up to the next little uh, song that you sent me. You gotta have them cat eyes, is that right? <laughs> cat eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna play it. <laughs> Uh, that song was badass as well. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, what what do you guys do when you are not uh, making music? 
And when I was doing music, I was doing ballet. Ah. Ballet <laughs> too. Yeah, so we had to throw ourselves around on the buses and, um, you know, tutus. And, um, <laughs> it's generally annoying. And uh, it kind of works, you know. Uh, it doesn't really pay the rent, but um, it's just <laughs> yeah. something to keep us distracted when we're not doing music. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, yeah, you guys are pretty much full time. Well, Dan drives a four wheel truck. So. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills, baby. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. Damn, I didn't even write any questions down or anything. I'm just coming off the top of my head. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, what's your favorite color? Um, <laughs> red. <laughs> red. I, you know, honestly, I am kind of starting to lean towards uh, pink. Reason being is pink. because my daughters love pink. And I'm actually a okay. uh, spray paint artist, too. And, like, this... Man, that those... That pink color, it's like really flashy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a nice vibrant color, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can still be manly and like pink, is what I say. Yeah. Hogadon Base and Ski Area. Say again? Have you have you been to the Hogadon Base and Ski Area? Um, you know, I have. Yes. Um but not for skiing. <laughs> uh, so I used to uh, clean out uh, porta potties, you know those uh, portable shitters, and they had some up there, so I had to go pick one of those up. But I never, I was, I'm not much of a ski guy, but I have been there. Yeah. Festival tours. Oh. Festival. Tours. Yeah, fe- there you go. Yeah, <laughs> festival. <laughs> <laughs> Dunstanbury has to have the worst tourist facilities. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a Doctor Who fan, but every time I go into one of those port loos it's just not quite the same. Did <laughs> yeah. you call it a port loo Yeah, in England we call them port loos Okay. Port-a-loos. So, uh, not Waterloo. Not Waterloo. Oh, there's the water again. <laughs> what, what, what do you call them again? Uh, porta potty. Porta potty. Yep. <laughs> like a potty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I guess some people call them outhouses too. I guess I don't know. I mean, they are more like outhouses. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a small house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Out, outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. Well, actually, should have. Like, should have like the moon crest on the door, you know, but um, they don't. So. Yeah, yeah. What? Did, I wonder why they got rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> why? That, that's a that's a very that. iconic piece of well, a portable people were, toilet. People were looking inside, and, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of fucking perverts out in this world. <laughs> Stop watching me shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. It's us, us Brits that try shitters. 
Well, I don't want to take up too much of your um, guys' time. Um, I do have one other track that I was going to leave out with, um, but I wanted you guys to go ahead and plug all of your social media stuff. Um, when I put this episode out on Monday, down below where like yeah. there's the show notes and all that stuff, I'm going to have, um, after I get off, the phone with you will you send me a legitimate link that i can put up there so that way like when um the listeners you know what i mean they can just click and boom it's all of uh your stuff that would be fucking amazing dude <laughs> send the uh website or youtube yeah shit yeah. yeah facebook is that thing in america yeah he's facebook yeah so Facebook, fucking, yeah, pretty much all of them. I mean, it seems like they're almost all the same anymore. Yeah, I mean, I still just use Facebook because it seems to be the one that kind of people were actually bothered to reply to. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, I practically run my band through Facebook, so for gigs and everything. So, gotcha. So having a website. <clears throat> I mean, the website's great, but um, it's it's really just a formality, you know, just to impress people. But um, it's really just Facebook all the way, baby. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny that you um say that thing about the website because I've been thinking about um uh, making one, but now now I I don't know if I'm going to because yeah, the way you put it, it is kind of just oh, I'm fancy. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's good to have one just because, um, I don't know if you if you happen to meet some investors or whatever, they're probably going to ask you that. Have you got a website? Sorry. So uh, it's it's just that kind of element of it's a bit like having a calling card, isn't it? And here's my calling card, and uh, you know, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. It's better, it's better to have a website and not use it than to. Uh, suddenly need one. Suddenly need one, and I have it. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, so, when is your guys's next uh, next show? Um, where is it gonna be at? Because there is actually, you know, oddly enough, and this is really cool too that you guys are calling out of the UK because the second um, highest listener rate is out of the United Kingdom. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're telling me, dude, when I looked at the stats and stuff, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> cool. So, um, you know, there's uh, more than likely there's listeners around your area. So, yeah, just uh, let, let them know uh, your next gig and all that. Well, uh, okay, so our next immediate gig is uh, in a couple of weeks' time, uh, on the 19th of January, at the Arts House in Southampton. And I think it starts about 7 o'clock. And I think it's tickets as well, like £8 or something. But, um, yeah, it's going to be like uh, acoustic. It's going to be punk unplugged. So uh, we're all going to rock up there and, and kind of do punk unplugged acoustic stuff. And, oh, shit. Um, Charlie Noise are playing, which are a local Southampton band. And um, a couple of other bands, I can't remember what they're called. But... Um, yeah, it's like four bands playing and, and us as well. So it should be a, should be a good night of acoustic punk and and beer. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's gonna be badass. <laughs> yeah, it should be a good night. 
Do you have, so do you have any new music that's coming up? Are you, what kind of projects are you working on? Any of that uh, good stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to go for a heavier sound. Um, so we're trying to work on some new, new stuff. Um, oh yeah, coming back to the gig. Um, uh, Charlie and always are playing. Um, every, everyone lies, those are playing. And uh, now we are dead are playing. So um, yeah, oh, you might want to cut that to yeah. So anyway, coming back to uh, what we're doing, um, yeah, we're just working on some new material because we want to go for a heavier sound, and um, yeah, like uh, just just working on twelve new uh, ideas at the moment, um, trying to fashion them into into rock operas or whatever, rock songs or whatever. And um, oh, very yeah, cool. uh, it's just a new direction, but uh, I'm just trying to. Uh, push my limits a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. Um, Get out of that and box. And also keep the, drummer, keep the drummer awake as well. You know, <laughs> <which helps. laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the problem, uh, it's just, it's kind of um, a balancing act, you know, between the, I mean, a song like Eve Ledger's Canoe is, is a nice song to listen to, but it can be a bit like crickets, you know, like uh, playing it because it's only four chords and uh. can be a bit simple. And the drummer tends to fall asleep, but um, you know we're trying to make some more engaging kind of uh, heavier stuff with riffs and, and you know heavy drum fills and, and just you know, try to but not go too far with it. You know, like you know not kind of disappear up our own assholes with it. Mm. Um, you know, just kind of get the balance right between um, a catchy song and a but with a heavy edge, heavier edge to it, and, and um, yeah, just to see what we can do with it. So, uh, so yeah, we're probably gonna go back in the studio this year, and um, hopefully all summer, and knock out some new stuff, make a an EP or an album, or I don't know, something like that. Oh heck yeah! Awesome. What do you think is yeah. one of the most challenging things, uh, as far as like when you try to switch up? Um, would you want to call it the genre? I guess. Uh, is maybe not repeating yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, I've ran into that problem already. Like, you know, got a couple of songs that we sound quite alike, and it's about a question of trying to play them in different keys, maybe, or just try to do something so they don't sound too alike. And um, I don't know. Um, I mean, we're not really trying to transcend. I mean, we're not really trying to re- reinvent the wheel either. We're trying to. Yeah, we're just playing stuff that we enjoy playing, and uh, and we listen to certain types of bands that we like to kind of emulate, and um, yeah, um, you know, we're, tr- we're not trying to come across as like we're the we're the next big thing, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, you know, we're not, we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to um, be a little bit more experimental, but but not go too crazy with it, and yeah. um, we're just bring it in a bit and. And just but, have yeah, fun. I mean, some, of the, some of the challenges are like, um, you know, how much should you put into a song? Like, should it just be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, with middle eight, or should we add some other bits to it? And it's, it's trying to find that balancing act between um, not going too far with too many ideas. And I mean, as I've noticed a few bands recently, uh, they've got a, an interesting riff to start the song with. And then it goes completely into something else, which is totally different from the main riff. And then it goes into something completely different again. And 
and there's, there's a lot going on and um, it's very energetic and stuff. But um, um, it, it's, I don't know. For me, it's it's a bit too much. I think like um, you know, I, I like to I like to see song. I like to see songs as like um, imagine if you're a painter, de- a decorator, painter decorator, and uh, you you're whistling a tune you've heard on the, the radio, like and if if you can reduce your song right down to a whistle, um, I think they're the kind of songs that kind of work. You know, uh, mm. you know, that's just just that's just my opinion. My my humble opinion. Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd, 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 the way I like is more of a kind of riff and a groove at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you, you must have had builders come into your studio or whatever, and uh, you, they'd start whistling something, and you, you've heard it before. You know, oh, I know that song. And it's tune. You talk about tune. Yeah, I talk about a tune. Like they 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 mm. reduced a they 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 blast into a song on the radio, and they they reduced it down to a whistle, uh, and the, and so they're building something or you know, painting something and they're, and they're just kind of whistling in the background. But they, they literally just reduced a famous song like, I don't know, it Smells Like Teen Spirit or, um, you know, whatever, a Beatles song right down to a whistle. And um, and I think that's kind of some of, you know, a, a song needs to survive various kinds of um, augmentations. And I think... Um, a, a really good song is is something that can be that can be reduced right down to its basic elements, and, and, and then it will, you know, it will, it will kind of have longevity, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does actually. Um, <clears throat> one more question for you, and then I will let you fellows go. Um, what? So, what was some of the music that you listened to? Um, when you were growing up, that kind of maybe shaped your way into um, h- how you are now, or your music, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, so the Doors film when I was like twelve. It's probably a bad example. No, um, fucking that's not a bad example. <laughs> I, I just remember um, there wasn't really much I could um, connect with. Okay. It's all very, it's all very eighties kind of happy-go-lucky stuff. Mm. And the other, the other extreme of it was was brash metal. Okay. Whatever. And and I, I was kind of stuck between, you know, I was, I was kind of I find it hard to latch on to the contemporary music that was happening in the uh, late eighties and the early nineties. Um, there's only really bands like. Um, Nirvana um, were quite an influence because um, they kind of harkened back to the 60s kind of a, uh, ideal of ethos, uh, such as The Doors. Mm-hmm. And um, watching that Doors film kind of was like a uh, an entry point for, for me into getting into their music and stuff. I mean, it, a lot of people slate the film because uh, Val Kilmer wasn't really, you know, doing it justice. And, yeah. And, uh, the director kind of made a lot of, um, uh, uh, what, do, what do you call it? Just like um, ad libbing with the with the history of the oh. But um, it kind of gave me a, good, a rough idea of the kind of music I wanted to get into, and that was kind of something that wasn't, you know, off the mainstream, and it was more experimental, and it did touch upon 
uh, politics and uh, you know, certainly the duels reflected the Vietnam War and stuff like that. And, and Nirvana certainly reflected the times as well. So the first time us Brits got to watch Nirvana was um, in like 1991 or something. It was on top of the pops and um, they played Smells Like Teen Spirit, but they were kind of doing it in the style of Morrissey mm-hmm. and sort of dicking around. And, and, and it was my first impression of Nirvana was them dicking around on top of the pops uh, singing it like Morrissey and stuff, and miming and uh, you know miming the guitars. Yeah. It was like give the head to the microphone. And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I just you know what I just thought about too. I bet. Well, like you know, back then, you know, before the internet. Yeah. You, you guys probably really didn't see a lot of American music, did you? All, all our music was was vinyl. You know, we, we used to go into record stores uh, and listen and just. You have to take a risk, didn't you? You'd, you'd have to take a risk. You'd have to go into a record store. Back then, and vinyl was. And, um, you know, pick, pick up a vinyl song for like pounds and, um, and take a risk. And, Mainly about the album cover. The album cover—that was a good in- indication that the band was really cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but also having like um, hanging out with other musicians. I mean, my guitar teacher, uh, Dave Shaw, introduced me to some types of bands and, and stuff. A combination of that and, and uh, family introducing you to different types of music and meet your friends and they introduce you to different types of music. But um, yeah, we didn't have the internet, so it was all kind of all the press all melody making you mean it was literally Melody Maker, Karai magazine, Top of the Pops. And that was kind of it. So we did have M T V. Oh yeah, we did have M T V. But if you're posh you could afford the subscription. Yeah. And my sister was quite well off, so she could afford to have a guy, and it was quite nice. And I could watch MTV and learn about Sisters of Mercy and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, fellas. I truly appreciate your time. I'm going to lead out with Ocean is a Woman. Um, Ocean is a Woman? Yep. (laughs) I love this one. Uh, is there anything else you would like to say before we get out of, get out of here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, peace to the world and um, let, let let it rock, baby. And I don't know if you have anything to add, Dan. Anything that's worth apart from dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. No. Um, yeah. Keep on rocking. Stop war. Stop war. Keep on rocking. There you go. Shit, child. Thank you once again, fellas. Okay. Thanks, Lusty. And now a word from our sponsor. 